Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of the read through, where I take you on my creative journey in writing a film script. The last time we left off on page 30 and the gang were about to head into the school. Be sure to listen back to previous episodes to keep up to date. Today I'm joined by John Connery ISC, a cinematographer with over 30 years experience in the film industry. Hi, uh, son. I like call you son. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then we call me son. Um, okay, I'm going to start on um, exterior street night. Ben pulls his car over to the side of the road to get out and look for the guys. Donna gets out of the car too. Matt, Jeff, Tyler, we've been all over the block and there's no sign of them. Ben, I'm sure they're okay, just boys fooling around. Donna. Yeah, but they could be at, yeah, but they could be at Tyler's house. Anyway, cut to Tyler's house where we see Tyler's father sleeping in the same chair he was sitting in earlier and a beer can having fallen on the floor out of his hand. Cut back, Ben. Or they could be at Jeff's. Cut to Jeff's parents in their bedroom, rose petals on the floor, music playing, Jeff's father on the bed and Jeff's mom standing in front of him. Jeff's dad, finally a night to ourselves. Jeff's mom, don't make me do all the work here. She begins to undress. Cut back. Donna, oh, oh, who knows where they are? Donna begins to hyperventilate and gets teary. Ben, look, we need to stay calm, okay? Donna, how am I supposed to do that? Ben, under his breath, a joint wouldn't be so bad. Donna hears him and remembers that she still has the joint she picked up in the basement. She pulls it from her pocket and looks at it. Ben sees and they just stare at each other. Donna, wouldn't hurt. The gang without Rob are back at the school. So we're at the exterior of the school at the moment. Ex uh, night exterior. The gang without Rob are at the back of the school trying to pry open an old rusty bent emergency door with a piece of wood. But it won't budge. Come on you fucker. Open. Uh, Matt says. Jeff come on dude it won't open. Tyler yeah man it seems solid enough. Matt come on it's almost there. Alison, it's really cool, guys. Are you almost in? Jeff, here I have two layers. Take my jacket. Alison, thanks. Alison puts on the jacket. Jeff, wow, it is cold. They both have a small laugh. Matt is trying so hard to pry the door open that he snaps the piece of wood and gets so angry he throws the broken wood away and screams at the top of his lungs, letting a built-up letting a built-up anger out. He then turns to the door and kicks it with everything he has and it cracks inward. Tyler, holy crap, dude. That was some Hulk shit right there. Jeff, yeah, man, are you okay? Matt, yeah, I'm fine. Alison, are you sure? Because, Matt, I said I'm fine, now come on. They move towards the door, but they haven't noticed a security wire just on the inside of the door. And just as they start to push it open, Rob, wait, Jeff, hey, look who's back. What, you get scared all by yourself? Rob, no, dumbass, I wasn't going to leave. What kind of friend would I be then? Look, smartass, did you forget about the alarm? Jeff, oh shit, well, that could have been bad, Alison said. Tyler, yeah, real bad. Rob, watch. Rob reaches inside the door to pull the wire away from the alarm, and he does so. Disconnecting the alarm, he then pushes the door in, leaving a gap big enough for them to get through. Tyler, Alison, and Jeff all get in one by one. Matt pulls Rob back. Thanks for coming back, man. Don't mention it. The bump, they bump fists and smile, and then they head in with the rest of them. But what they didn't realize is that they tripped a silent alarm, another alarm, Jeannie Max. A small light above the door starts to flash. Interior, exterior, car, street, night. We see Ben and Donna in the car smoking the last bit of the joint, laughing and joking. Ben, whew, okay, let's go. And 
find those little fuckers. The two start to laugh at this. Ben starts the car and starts to pull away when we see flashing blue and red lights. Donna, oh shit, it's the cops. Ben, oh man, okay, be cool, I'll handle this. The cop walks up to the window and we can't see his face. He gestures to roll down the window. Ben does so and when the cop brings his head down we see it's one of the cops from earlier. Sergeant Foley. Well, what have you got here? A midnight pot session? Officer, it's not what it looks like. We were actually, Donna butts in, we are looking for our kids, sir. We can't find them. Kids, huh? How many? Four boys, they're 17. Sergeant Foley. Me and my partner ran into some kids earlier. Four boys and a girl. Ben, well, why do, well, we don't know about a girl, but they could be our boys. Where are they? Sergeant Foley. Well, we stopped them because they seemed up to no good. And when I asked to see what they had on them, they set fire to a trash can and ran away. Ben, oh, the old set fire to the trash can trick, eh? <laughs> it makes sense earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> set fire to the trash can. We cut to the inside of the cop car to Sergeant Peters and he gets a call over the radio. Calling all units. We have a 1062 in progress at West High School. Please respond. Sergeant Peters, dispatch, this is a unit, Baker. We are two minutes out and we can check it out. Over. Radio, copy that, Baker, over. 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 Does he say over at the end of the radio thing? Yeah, no, I know. I it not reminds, the army, me, reminds me of uh, that great scene in Airplane. What's, um, oh, yeah. what's your vector, Victor? <laughs> uh, okay, right, now. Um, You're at Sergeant Foley. <clears throat> Sergeant Foley. Is taking notes from has taken notes from Ben. Sergeant Peters steps out of the car. They're all sergeants. Hey, we got a ten sixty two at West High. We gotta go. Sergeant Foley. One look just looks at Ben and Donna and feels there's something up. Uh, Sergeant Foley, come with us. We'll find the kids after we check this out. Follow behind. The cop gets back in the car with a smile on his face. Um, Sergeant Peters, what? Sergeant Foley, you're gonna love this. The car drives past Ben's car. And he starts the car and proceeds to follow both Donna and Ben. Look at each other confused. Interior school night. We see the gang walking through the locker room of the school. They try to move very slowly, keeping noise to a minimum. They pass a stack of hockey sticks and as Alan, Alison passes it, she knocks a bunch of them to the floor. And when they hit the ground, it makes a thunderous noise. All the guys turn back and have a look of fear in their face. What? No one is here, Alison says. Rob, I'm sorry, I can't quite hear you. My ears are still ringing. Get over it. The gang walk the halls of the school looking for Mr. Goldberg's class. Have they never been in there before? Only, only Tyler has. All it's right. nighttime and it's dark. And All right, okay. How big is the school? It's pretty big. All right, American right. High School. It's pretty big. All right, okay. Um, the gang walk the halls of the school looking for Mr. Goldberg's class. Matt, Tyler, where is Goldberg's classroom? Tyler, should we just down the halls and to the left? So why is this watch so important, Alison asks. Tyler, it's just a nice watch. Clearly, Tyler is hiding something. Alison, it must be really nice for you to break into a school for it. The gang stop in their tracks and look to Alison to say, don't ask, but it's too late. Tyler says, it was my mom's. There's silence. Alison, sorry, I shouldn't have brought her up. I shouldn't have brought her up. Tyler says, no, it's okay. It's the only thing I have left from her. She left when I was little and I don't really remember much of her. My, my dad does though. I think that's why he is the way he is. He remembers too much. The window behind them starts flashing red and blue and they quickly and they quickly duck under it. Rob. Shit, Alison. Oh my god. Jeff, shh, relax. Matt peers his head to look out the window and he sees a cop car with the cops from earlier. Crap, it's those two cops, Matt says. Tyler, oh Jesus. 
Rob, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. Jeff, yeah, let's go. Matt, no, we've come this far. We're so close. Alison, dude, we can get in serious trouble. Tyler, you guys go. I'll get the watch. Matt, no, we're in this together. They suddenly hear police radio chatter and look around. Matt looks out the window again and the cops aren't there. Matt, shit, run. They take off running down the hallway. Then as the car, then the car of Ben and Donna pull in behind the cop car. The gang run like crazy down the hallway and come to a split left and right, like a T-junction. Mm. Um, and without thinking, Rob and Matt go right and Jeff and Tyler go left. Classic. And Alison goes <laughs> left as well. Yeah. Uh, and Alison go left. Exterior back of the school night, in the car with Donna and Ben. Now, why would they want us to follow them here, Donna? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't want to be here. Who knows what's going on? Ben. No, but why? Ben then has the realisation that maybe the cops are here because of the boys. Ben, Donna, what if the boys are here? Donna, Ben, that's crazy. Ben, no, seriously. They said they had a run-in with them already tonight. Maybe they think they're in here. Donna, no way Matt would never break into the school. Ben, well, only one way to find out. Ben gets out of the car. Donna, Ben, Ben! She then follows him. Interior school night. Tyler, Alison and Jeff all come to a stop, out of breath from running. Guys, this is fucking nuts, Alison says. Tyler, yeah, okay, this is a bad idea. My dad's going to kill me. Jeff, oh yeah, now it's a bad idea? Alison, shh, Jeff, you have to get out of here. Tyler, what about Rob and Matt? Jeff, honestly, man, going to find them will get us all caught. Tyler, it's my fault we're here. Jeff, we all came here, but no one forced us. Alison, he's right. Tyler, I no, I have to find them. Tyler runs back. Alison, Tyler! Jeff, ah, lie, Tyler, shh. Tyler runs back to where they come from. Interior school night. Matt and Rob come to a stop from run. Both out of breath. Rob. Oh, great. Matt. What? This is all your fucking fault. Just because you're having a fucking breakdown, we all have to suffer. Matt, well, you, <coughs> you had your chance to go, huh? You came back. Why? I was okay with you going home. Rob. And what? Leave you all get caught. I'm doing the breath. Yeah, I know. Running. I know. It's there. Yeah. 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 Well, because it's important when you're writing that you... Well, you know, but that's the whole point of, of having the, yeah. you know, reading Rob, through. And... Oh, what? And leave you all to get caught? Matt, why did you care? Because you're supposed to be friends, man. We don't leave. Matt, yeah, well, maybe you should have. Bob, fuck you. Sergeant Foley from a distance. Come on, I heard them down here. Shit. The cops walk up to where the boys were. Sergeant Peters. Man, I'm sure it's the same kids. Foley. Yeah, those little bastards. We should call some backup. Help us catch them faster. Sergeant Peters. No, we're going to be the ones bringing them in. Maybe we should split it up, cover it twice the area. Sergeant Foley. Yeah, good idea. That's it. Perfect. Right, so we've kind of finished at the two cops. Yeah, we finished at the where, where are they, split up. Why are they both sergeants? I, I, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know too much about cops. See, it's only the first draft, so I'm just... like, And even the names were just cop one and cop two yeah. for a while. Also, I think um, like there's a, there's a, a part in the script there where you go... Um, like, for example... Here, Sergeant Foley, one just looks up and Ben uh, Ben and Donna and feels there's something up. Sergeant Foley, come with us. We'll find the kids after we check this out. Follow behind. The cop gets back in the car. It should be just Foley gets in the car. Not the cop. Yeah. Cause you, well, well, see, that's probably just remnants of me calling cop one and cop two. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I think, because what, what has you have to start, if you keep just, if you keep going the cop or whatever, then you don't really... The character doesn't build. Yeah. Whereas if you say their name, well, they just drop the sergeant. Just have Peters or Foley because they're not going to call each other well, sergeant. One could be a sergeant anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Not going to go. Cops. Yeah. And one could be one could be a normal a normal guy. Um. But yeah, and uh, also um, 
What's your what's your overall take so far of what you've listened to and what you've read? Um, honesty is key here as so. well. No, no, I, I'll be honest. I'm always honest. Oh, not too honest. <laughs> I think um, no, I like it. I think it's good. I mean, like I I can't trying to um, I think um, when a lot of it is, I suppose, in a way. And I know you're you're doing for dramatic effect, but I suppose a lot of the stuff that goes on is very ampli amplified, very early. Okay. Do you know what I mean? A lot of, like the the hockey sticks, for example. As soon as you mention hockey sticks, you know. You know, but I suppose in a way, the audience don't have the luxury of reading the script where yeah. you're because you're pre-warming them. I would say I'd almost, and even when you read the script, you don't want. I would say Alison clashes into some hockey sticks you don't and straight away then you've got a bit more for the reader you're just getting a little bit more of the surprise that the so if i go they pass hockey sticks everybody oh, already know everybody knows what's going to happen right okay so you're kind of going uh, and also when you're shooting it you know you, the, you don't want to show the hockey sticks oh, before geez, they even hit it absolutely yeah. yeah i mean the classic thing that happens is you're in a room and you say you see um it's it's like when someone's holding a cup mm. or a glass when someone gets some bad news. Yeah, you know. And they cut to the cup, you go, right, well that's falling. Yeah, or, that's or, you know those that's old, gonna be slow mo hitting the deck. You know those old Scooby Doo cartoons where there was different like colours for mob objects that moved. Yeah. So yeah. you could look at it and you're like, Oh that rock is yeah really bright green, that's gonna be moving. Yeah, or yeah, 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 exactly. Or, or, or you'd say you know, you'd cut to like I suppose in your editing, but also in your shooting and your framing and stuff like that, you don't want to be, you know, putting a hat on a hat, or you don't want to be flagging mm. something too early, because otherwise, you like the really good filmmakers let the audience find out, yeah, as the characters find out, yeah. And if you preempt it too much, then everyone is going to sit there going, "I knew that was going to." Well, I was now I'm, unless you want to do a red herring. Well, no. What what I was trying I was trying to do that with with Tyler's mom. Yeah. Because. Even what you've heard now that she she left, yeah, like th that mightn't be just the case, or and that's why the guys know exactly what's going on. Yeah, Alison doesn't. So whatever he, Tyler tells her, that's what she knows, and that's what she knows what the audience knows. Yeah. So she's basically us because she's on the on the journey with these lads. Yeah. She only ever finds out things as we find them. That's out. right. Yeah. So that's what she's there for. Yeah. And then eventually, the more she finds out, the more we'll find out. So she's how we find out all these different things. Yeah. Um, so the, the, those little flashbacks there are little cutaways they're yeah. just to give you a little bit of light relief and also something to cut away to for time well not, not even that it's, for it's, time parents don't just like when these like you know any movie involving teenagers parents just don't exist yeah yeah no I get that so there's if you, if no, you, well, if I like kids it. went missing you'd go look for them yeah yeah exactly no I like it see um, so and cut to Tyler's house. And how do you know it's Tyler's house? Because you know because Tyler's we've, father. We've, we've we've seen him already. Yeah. So it's probably the first parent we right. see. Yeah. He's sitting in a chair. Yeah. Drinking, watching telly. So I would say to you there, when you say cut to um, Tyler's house sleeping, mm. I I wonder um, whether that would be nice to do because you were kind of shocked off in here, but if you've already seen him in the chair from the front. Mm -hmm. It'll be nice when you cut back to him that it's from behind. Yeah. And the television could be on, but like maybe... or like white noise. Exactly. Yeah. And then what you could do is, and this would be something where you would just cut to behind and let the actual can drop in yeah. shot. Not just having the can on the floor with his yeah, hand over. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, then maybe just as something a little bit different. So what do you think is going to happen from now on? 
So you, you uh, I don't think you've seen after 40. No, I think what's going to happen is uh, the kids are going to get split up and I think the cops are going to catch some one of them. One. Some of them. Um, and I think Alison's going to get the watch. Right, okay. Even though she maybe didn't set out to get the watch. And what would you like to see happen? Well, I'd like... I know who, which... Um, Rob's is the guy whose girl has had the affair. No, no, that's Matt. That's Matt. Rob knows it. And Matt still doesn't know Rob knows. Right, okay. All right, okay. Um, yeah, well, I'd like them to have a... Yeah, their... Their... Yeah. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Well, I've I've written up to... Was it 52? They already have the conflict by yeah, 50. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is just hitting the third act. Yeah. Oh, no, the second act. So that's the kickoff to everything Domino. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the first, uh, essentially, what it is to maybe one to forty-five is everything set up, and then we knock them down into the second act and then tie it up in the last couple of pages, hopefully. Right. Um. Yeah. No, it'll be good. And I think it's um Ben and Donna. Like, what's their story? Like, in terms of. Well, so Ben is Ben is I haven't developed him much at all. He just seems to be a single father. Right. Who that? Uh, who actually knows about? Yeah, Matt and Frank. and when the when the cops come up to the car, is that a real sort of cheek 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 well, cheek stones. and chong, chong st- moment yeah. where it could be the open and the smoke comes out, or are they like, is it like bringing them back to being teenagers? Yeah, it could be that. So that they've winded the window down trying to blow and it out, or like, now that yeah. is a bit cliched, but and that would make it quite comedic as opposed to it depends on how seriously you want it you well know? i want it to have be funny but be serious at the same time yeah because what i I said before in the last episode it is about how people interact with each other different people who don't usually you know hang out together yeah like the parents even though they know each other they wouldn't be going off driving smoking joints together so how do they interact with each other or yeah. how matt and rob are going to interact with each other after matt finds out and as well tyler because he seems to be the black sheep even though they're friends, yeah, he just he, he doesn't get the same respect as everyone else. Yeah, um, and Matt seems to only be doing this because he has so much on his mind and he's trying to blow off steam and do something crazy. I think it's good. I like the the the, the group thing is good. Quite heavy and quite dramatic. Like you know what they are doing is they are breaking into a, a school, mm. um, and it, it's quite dramatic. Like you know the cop it's, and the and cops are. It's very are serious. As yeah, well. yeah, but so but I, like is is. They're just doing it because they've they've gone down a road and one like now, thing leads to another and then another thing leads to another and before they know it they're in Saudi they're in a place now. that they never really expected to be yeah and I, I'm trying I I think I have a way of them getting out of and it. is this like a, a metaphor is sort of for kids who well yeah well, do kind of get in trouble in life you know at that age that it starts off with they one never mean to be in as much trouble they yeah, end one, up in being one in. bad move yeah. And then they kind of go down one road and that leads to another. And it's a whole lot of little small bad moves equal you put yeah, you like, in a bad place. Say even going there. Yeah. And then, you know, if, if Matt didn't have his outburst, they wouldn't have got in. Yeah. But only because he kicked the door a little bit, it cracked. Yeah. And, you know, them splitting up. That only happened yeah. because they're running away from cops. So now they're separated. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks for coming on. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Where do I send my invoice? <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? I'll have, I'll have to get back to you on that one. <sighs> Some things never change. Um, thanks for listening. Um, you be sure to follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you can comment on the Facebook page, Wing Direct, 
Windrex Productions, W-I-N-G-E-D-R-E-X Productions. And tune in next week for episode five where I'll have another producer friend on and she'll be able to read the next 10 pages. So thanks everyone. Thank you.